Hey, Charlie. Yeah, Giovanni. You want to be on top? If you stay on top, you don't have to get on top. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to You Want to Be on Top, a podcast dedicated to all things America's Next Top Model, where your hosts, Charlie Jensen and I, Giovanni and Naya, we live all our favorite and cringy moments from the iconic show spanning 24 cycles. We are going straight to the catwalk and walking like it's for sale and the rent is due tonight. Join us as we cry, smize, and close the gap to claim the title of America's Next Top Model. So we leave you with this. Do you want to be on top? (laughs) Yes. Welcome back to You Want to Be on Top, an episode-by-episode retrospective of America's Next Top Model. I'm your co-host, Charlie Jensen, and I'm joined by my co-host, who I'd like to introduce today. It is Dr. Giovanni Anaya of the ANTM Institute International. Please welcome Giovanni to the podcast. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thank you. I feel like I've earned that title. (laughs) He definitely has. And we have a a super special guest with us today. Could you please introduce yourself to the panel? Yeah. Hi, my name's Jeremy, and I'm also a fellow top model fan, (laughs) (laughs) Though though not a doctor. Jeremy is also a stranger <laughs> that we located on the internet to join us today. So thank you. That's so much. true. I feel a little unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens the first time. We are back and we're so excited to have you with us. Jeremy, we like to start the episode by having you talk a little bit about how you began your America's Next Top Model journey. And uh, so when did you start watching the show and and what are some of your favorite cycles and models? I must have started watching it in like middle school. Um, I think it had been on for a few years already. I don't know. I don't have a memory of watching it very early on when it was on. I think I must have started catching on like, I don't know, a few cycles in. But I think I started watching it legitimately in high school and college, um, especially once it, it came on to like other ways you could watch it. I would start watching it again. Um, catching up on seasons I, I had missed, but definitely, you know, growing up as a, 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 gay, a gay youth, as I believe both of you also did, <laughs> it's that kind of thing, right? It's like a rite of passage. It's like, oh, what did it present? It's like you see it and you're like, oh, what's this? It's kind of the same time, same same time, and same reason I started watching Project Runway. Like it's just like a, 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 a magnetism, I guess. It was interesting to me. I was not a youth. I was a full adult when the show started airing. <laughs> I was a grown-ass man. I was a child. Grown-ass man. I was a child of AMTM. <laughs> and I, yes, and I am I'm a couple years younger than Giovanni, so I was even more a child. Wow. But, yeah. Baby. Charlie, do you know how old I am? I don't. I'm 27. Okay. I don't know if I know how old you are. I know you've told me. <laughs> um, you don't have to go there, though. It's I, I don't mind. I'm, look, I'm 43, and I, I have aged as well True. as I could have <laughs> I'm like a fine you have lived uh, charlie has lived you guys um so yeah so that's probably when i started watching it um and as for favorite cycles and models lay it on us I'd lay it on you i definitely have a fondness for cycle two i have a fondness for Ioana. i always liked Ioana. um i like cycles um I feel like four through seven are like the cream of the crop for yeah, me. Canon, I agree. Canon, yeah, canon, yeah. Like I really like Eva and Yaya and Amanda from Cycle Three, but as a season of Top Model, I just feel like four through seven are just like some of the best that it has to offer. I really liked um, Danielle and Kaylin. I really liked um, or Joni. 
I like, mm-hmm. that's who I meant. Um, I mix them up all the time, even though I like them both so much. <laughs> I really like Cara D. I think she's an underrated winner. Mm-hmm. Giovanni's like, <gasps> Giovanni's mm. face, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we've talked about this there. a little bit before on Twitter, but her uh, bullfighting shot is one of my favorite shots Same. in the history of the show. And I think it got massively ill-received. G- agree. Wrongly received. So I think that's a really good one. Dr. Anaya is not pleased with this. Dr. Receipts, I'm going to have to ask you to <laughs> hold hold on for a bit. Um, so I like them. I like, obviously, and I've talked to Giovanni a lot about Jenna, mm-hmm. um, undisputed winner of cycle nine, mm-hmm. right? Factually correct. Yes, I mean. One cycle nine. Yeah, I mean, the true winner of cycle nine. <laughs> of my, I was robbed of a title I deserved. Right, and she's from Connecticut, just like me, and I always thought that was really cool, but I, I her rock climbing shot I would hang that in my office um her the MoMA her cardboard shot I would hang that in my office her cover girl shot with the strawberry the, oh, is it a strawberry yes. it yes the best cover girl shoot shot in the history of this goddamn competition it and might be it was, yeah it, just because she wasn't bubbly enough I have a problem yep. with how those it's a it's a, it's really a perfect cover girl shot so and I don't even usually care about the cover girl shots but I really like that one yeah so those are some of my favorite models who else do I love who else is really great um let me jump in with a fun fact that the county that Giovanni and I are in right now is the same size as Connecticut <laughs> wow well Connecticut is pretty small <laughs> I think about the smallness of my state a lot so thank you for that I think about it every time I watch the news and they're like there was a car accident on this side street in this town I've never been to. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. I'm like, people in LA, they do not get news about car accidents in like Vallejo. Like, I swear <laughs> no. there's nothing. And I'm just like, that's so I could drive across my state and back in one day and not even be tired. Like, it's, I don't know. But thanks for humbling so me. Cute. So cute. So cute. So <laughs> cute. It's so darling. <laughs> um, I would say, though, after to get back to the topic at hand, um, after 10 or 11, I think it starts to get kind of I get a little indifferent. Like, I think 10 is OK, even though Whitney shouldn't have won. I think 10 is OK. I like a lot of them on it. But then I'll be I'll be hard pressed to tell you any other winners past 10. I just forget them. Yeah, I for me, after after I would say like seven, like you said, that it's really about individual models from that point forward and not really mm-hmm. about cycles as a whole. I think that's kind of my thing. Yeah, it's like four through seven, I think, hold together as seasons of this show as a season of television. Mm-hmm. Whereas like even 10, which I like quite a bit, I'm like, well, I like Lauren. Oh, I love Lauren. I liked Claire. She was an idiot kind of, but I but liked she was annoying as hell. <laughs> but I thought she could have gone farther. But like, I don't really care about the seasons anymore, you know? So yeah. that's kind of where I stand. But I've, I'm a pretty big fan. I've watched at least one through 10 very many a time. So I'm glad to be here. Great. Welcome. Well, let's get down to business and work through today's episode. We're discussing Cycle 2, Episode 2, and Giovanni, you're going to kick us off with that recap. As tradition carries on from Cycle 1, the girls are assigned a trainer, uh, Mr. Martin Snow, and if there are any Real Housewives fans out there, he is the trainer in Real Housewives of New York. He trained Leah McSweeney, so we love a crossover, <laughs> you know, weighs them, he does the boxing challenge with them so they can get their heart rate up. Looking back, the weigh-ins are kind of awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know why it had to be done in front of camera and in front of the other girls. But you know who? Shame. Here we are. 
Yeah, shame on shame on Tyra. Shame on Ken Monk. <laughs> I'm, wow. I'm saying it. This Drag is, him. This is why we're here. Obviously, we know Joanna is stressing because, you know, before she came on the show, she lost 45 pounds. Um, but she is still um, one of the heavier girls on this cycle um, compared to the queen of sticks, Shandy at 106. So after they get weighed, they get measured, which just kind of adds salt to the wound. <laughs> yeah, um, it really does. It's almost like I can imagine myself being there and like having gone through the way and being like, oh, it's over. And then they bring out the measuring tape and it's just like kind of weird. So they measure their bust, they measure their hips. Of course, Bethany, um, who says the word tits like six times in this episode. <laughs> she is a little concerned because everyone keeps talking about how large her breasts are. Um, she does acknowledge the size of her boobs. Um quite frequently actually yeah. um despite also wanting people to not acknowledge the size of her boobs she does talk about it a lot um but she does wish they would stop caring and then you i mean you compare her to someone like shandy as you just said queen of sticks who has like nothing there and then yeah. bethany is quite large bethany but, has huge my eyes are up here energy in every moment of her appearance <laughs> on the show all her, very, all her very life she's true. had to fight <laughs> <laughs> well not all her life I know, I <laughs> Edit that out, please. <laughs> so then we're at the teach. And Miss J appears. She's doing a runway class with the girls. Maggie Reiser, who uh, is a supermodel, apparently, that I've never heard of. I don't know her. She's never been to my house. But she comes out and she demonstrates how actual models walk a runway. She has nothing to say. And then she sashays away. All of the girls have to walk in these flesh-colored leotards. And then some of them also get to put on, like, what appear to be curtains from the living room. Uh, but this is fashion charlie and charlie's not a fashion person so that's why he doesn't get that the <laughs> curtains are a metaphor for um a hokator gown i know but like say. could you just put a gown on <laughs> like why they are, are wearing gowns that's a gown keep the drapes on the window keep the okay. drapes on the window april looks a little robotic with her walk and shandy is kind of like a baby deer out on that runway she almost collapses camille has a good walk but we'll come to know this later as her signature walk that's going to make her America's Next Top Model. Spoiler, it doesn't. It's going to make her famous. <laughs> Katie <laughs> could be a model, Jay says. Could be. Not today. Mercedes <laughs> needs to be more current. She's walking sort of like model modeling school walk on that runway. Sarah walks like her fish with her mouth open the entire time. And Ioana has a terrible walk that Jay says is as useless as a flashlight with no batteries in the dark. Well, you know what, Jay? It's 2021 and my iPhone has a flashlight on it, so I think I'm good. <laughs> we get the our famous note uh, Tyra Mail arrives Katie reads it because she is so enthusiastic about reading this you know in this paid intern writing now we, we love to see it being paid appropriately they are informed that they're going to go see a famous New York designer in the, the next day which is obviously a challenge because this is a competition oh, oh, wow. oh. the girls visit the house of Carmen Mark Valvo for a walking challenge and the winner gets to attend a cocktail party at Carmen's house and the way he says it is super weird because he's like the winner will win a visit to my house in my sex dungeon <laughs> and then he, but he like yeah and it's it, there's some implications there that i think is it's only because of our current era of, of 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 being alert to these kinds of things but none of the girls seem startled by it at all no where's courtney love when you need her <laughs> <laughs> and to no surprise Joanna's is the only one who knows who carmen is because according to katie fashion is wet seal gap and express um and i was um personally attacked by this comment it was 
kind of heartbreaking to hear that this is what fashion is to her. In Katie's defense, though, I will say that Wilmer, Minnesota is Nowheresville, so it's it would be difficult for her to have encountered fashion, even accidentally. But like I said, I was six and I knew who Versace was in Givenchy, so there's no excuse for a girl who wants to be a model not to know who designers are. So okay. there's that. Dr. Anaya <laughs> has spoken. <laughs> this word is final. <laughs> <laughs> we see Carmen calling out Joanna because she is wearing too much makeup. I mean, it literally looks like the toner at the office blew up in her face. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, green, it's green eyeshadow. <laughs> it's green eyeshadow. There's a hint of a uh, rose or some sort of blush, and then it's blue in there too. It's too much. And Carmen tells Joanna that only ugly women wear too much makeup. It's very Angelica Pickles. <gasps> yes. Which yes. whose name I'm forgetting. It's not Cheryl, and but it's something like that. Cynthia, the doll? No, no, the mom, the the businesswoman mom. Oh shit, what is her name? She wears like blue eyeshadow and it's super <laughs> yeah. blue. Angelica's anyway, mom, wherever you out there, we're talking about you. <laughs> RAP. To a real one. Um so anyway, after that nice um critique that they all get, so they do a, they do a walk and then they get there their reception and shandy's walk is quite a bit better she still seems pretty timid and introverted which will carry her throughout the entire show follow her i should say camille was seen as powerful but a little too sportswear and she posed too much at the end um i believe carmen says something to the effect of uh she's really milking the camera (laughs) milk 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 yeah (laughs) i hate that phrase um but then as he's critiquing camille she does something she ends up doing quite often on this show which is constantly interrupting with these really cringeworthy excuses like well you know that's what i was taught to do yesterday um and then in the confessional she's like i've walked all the you know howard university walk you know walk runway shows and i know how to do this and that and it's just really really awkward Mm -hmm. um he does say Bethany had a lot of grace. Her walk was pretty solid. Of course, she still hopes people will stop looking at her tits. Her um, words. Her words. Her words, not hers. Anytime we say tits, it's her words. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's pretty much how it goes. So Carmen picks Katie as the winner, and she gets to pick two friends to go to the sex dungeon. So she volunteers Mercedes and Camille for the sex capade. They're also her roommates, which is serving big, please don't hate me energy. You know, and also Katie's thinking strategically about like not creating conflict in her life at the loft. When they get home, there are some cocktail dresses waiting for them. And they're supposed to wear them to the party. There's a Tyra melt. explaining all of this, which Katie reads. And then Katie says that she wants to actually keep the Tyra mail like as a souvenir, but Camille is holding it and she will not let it go. She's still reading the the letter. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm not done. She's so educated though. She has to, she's reading in between the lines. Yeah. (laughs) She's working on her PhD from the ANTM Institute International. We don't have that course. We don't teach them to read here. (laughs) We get to the cocktail party. Where Katie gets her ring pop. (laughs) In all seriousness, that ring is beautiful. I I kind of Yeah, it's just, it's just really big. It's It's cute. But I like it though. Okay. That's just my taste. It's classy though. (laughs) <laughs> Carmen presents her with a 10 carat ring to wear at the party while they were already there already so it's like he interrupts the party to give her a ring he could have given her the beginning of it but you know I don't run I don't run this production so <laughs> who knows how long they were at the party already it, it feels like a very beauty in the beast moment to me where he's like Katie marry me <laughs> for just for tonight <laughs> 
please be mine. Let me show you the rest of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to point out that we know no one at this party. There are no title cards mm-hmm. to who is who. Uh, I mean, the production level of this episode is a little disappointing. I mean, it's like eyes wide shut, basically. Yes. <laughs> you know Kate Blanchett is in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, you know, flicking her wrists. <laughs> Uh, Mercedes notes that Camille is really good at networking. Which is code for fake-ass person. You know what, though? You gotta do what you gotta do. And like I said, we don't know anyone at the party, so it's really boring. And, you know, there's more drama at home, so let's go back to the house. Yeah, so while the party is happening and no one cares about it, um, (laughs) Tyra shows up at the loft for one of her one-on-ones with the girls, which she does... Just every cycle, but she does them pretty often. Um, she shows up in one of her iconic velour tracksuits. Um, which color was this? Was this one pink? This one was brown. Brown, okay. <laughs> so a nice brown, velvety tracksuit. Um, <laughs> so as she's talking to the girls, uh, of course, Bethany shows up to talk about her boobs, and they have a little interaction where you know, Bethany is like, I can't. I can't do anything about my chest. And Tyra says, yes, you can. So she tells her she has to start posing differently. And then it just kind of feels like Bethany's not listening. Like she's kind of had it already. She's kind of sick of people talking about her boobs. But Tyra's standing her ground. She says, you just got to pose differently. You got to learn how to work with the body you have. Camille, of course, complains about Joanna calling her two-faced. <laughs> it sounds sexual i don't know why but every, when she said that i was like that's gross <laughs> i mean it sounds gross i don't know if it sounds sexual but it does sound gross it sounds squishy yeah mm-hmm. whatever it is but she's really educated oh, and that, for her part sex? what isn't squishy how you do sex oh, no. oh 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 i mean it can be <laughs> am i doing it wrong <laughs> it, it, you do you charlie <laughs> yeah honestly maybe like, that's how you do sex for her part Ioana does say she has confronted camille and she tells tara that she really wants to win which is kind of one of her story arcs of this season is how badly Ioana wants it and she is not afraid to tell tara how much she wants it in those ugly pajama set that she's wearing in those hideous pajamas i don't even know what the hell is on it's- them it's like a, it, it looked like this is like funky prints from like Target or something, but then she's wearing yeah, like, like those custom pajamas you can, you can make. Yeah. But then she's also wearing like Chanel glasses and I think Burberry slippers. It's, it's, it's high than it lives and breathes fashion, Giovanni. Yeah. But it, the, the low was low. So then we're at the photo shoot. Uh, we learned that the girls can get their own outfits and makeup. Tyra introduces Jay Manuel as the creative director for the shoots uh, for this from this point forward, which is super exciting. Iconic. It's a it's a, it's a power up for the whole series. Legendary. Life changing. Janasha thinks that Jay is almost prettier than she is, which is like n- not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Jay for has two really reasons. good skin. Jay has really good or had really good skin in this cycle. Drag him. Uh, <laughs> so this is a personal style shoot, but they also get to pair pick a pair of Steve Madden shoes for the shoot. I literally almost said Steve Martin shoes. <laughs> Good Lord. I mean, that probably would have been better than Steve Madden, but you True. know what? It's Steve Madden shoes, you might as well strap on a pair of cardboard boxes to your feet. Mm. The photographer is Che Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Anaya cannot believe what he has just heard. Okay. I mean, I don't like Steve Madden, but I mean, ooh, anytime okay. I've tried to wear Steve Madden shoes, they just kill. They hurt. Yeah, they're un- so they're like, painful. Terrible. It's anyway. like what a shoe. What a shoe would be like if it was not designed. If it was designed by someone who has never worn a shoe in their life, mm-hmm. or who didn't steal designs from other designers. <gasps> 
I said it. Shots fired. <laughs> Come at me, Steve Madden. Like, it's <laughs> not true. Um, well, as the girls got to prep for themselves, they rush to grab shoes. You know, we see that Camille has the entire shoe collection at her disposal because <laughs> she is the only one at this photo shoot, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and this is also where the edit of the show starts to point out how much the show does not give a shit about Heather. Mm-hmm. She's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, who? Her? <laughs> who? Her? And? And and I'm sure her is really nice. Uh, But yeah, the show just... (laughs) I'm sure her is really nice. Is that what you said? That's what I said. (laughs) Amazing. Anyway, I just think the show knew she wasn't going to win and she wasn't interesting or or spicy enough. And they were like, we're just going to leave her out of this one. Well, for a while, Heather and Bethany looked a little too similar agree mm. I, blonde I, I, hair I'm them apart except for the boobs you know when you turn them sideways then you can tell who's who yeah mm-hmm. um mercedes comes up with this kind of like oxymoron kind of look she says she has a tough but cute look um so i'm kind of confused i mean uh okay yeah very valencia <laughs> uh, yeah you know because she was tough she's a reformed so i guess yeah. this, this is an expression of herself yeah which i guess so because it's your personal style we get to the photo shoot. Um, Camille is jumping for a lot of action shots that surprisingly don't get picked or used. Who knows why? Shandy has kind of a natural talent. Yeah, her photo shoot is very Fiona Apple. Very, she's been a bad, bad girl. Very criminal. It's very like heroin chic, late 90s. <laughs> doom and gloom, gothy, hot topic. Writing in yeah. my journal late at night. Yeah, yeah like, oh, I, I have hair. to get this on my live journal. I will not sleep <laughs> until I get this on my live journal. Oh my God. She probably, did. she probably was on live journal. You know what? You know Shandy was on live journal. You know she was. Bethany does her best to cover her boobs and is, you know, picks a black top with a white miniskirt. Um, and... April, on the other hand, who we, you know, looks amazing, is just giving us pure sex pot. Like she is just, she, she is working like the rent is due tonight. Mm-hmm. All I got to say. Yeah. Um, the head is tossed back. It's just all about the body for her. The boots are on display, but it's body and boots, the two Bs. And then Sarah just gives a straight <laughs> up showgirls spread eagle. Here, here is, here's little Sarah, here her roar. Sarah is serving a trip to the gynecologist in her <laughs> yeah. shoot. <sighs> yeah, it's, quite... <laughs> it's true though, and as we see later on, she's she was not the only one. With, <laughs> yeah. She was not the only with one with a wide birth me. today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they get back to the house. Um, of course, the tire mill arrives. <laughs> again and it is the elimination mail that is the same exact thing every time and yet Ziamara is ecstatically <laughs> trying to be the one to read it uh exclaiming you know i i never get to read these <laughs> it's the second um, episode Ziamara. yeah calm it's down. only episode two it's what the fourth one they've had <laughs> yeah like calm down calm down a bit take a seat so elimination is you know the next day and then at panel we get introduced to our regular judges, and then Miss J is the guest judge. I, is this the first time Miss J has guest judged? This is the first time we see 
Miss J sitting at the judge's table. Okay. And Miss J provides them with their panel challenge, which is walking a runway walk in a slip dress in heels to show their walks, show off their gams, show, show them what they got. Yeah. And I love that he puts them in uniform so it's an e- even playing field. I feel like this is where the show goes wrong. And it's like they want the girls to show their personality. But then when they do, it's like you look bad. Like you don't look like a model. Well, yeah, because you give them free range. Give them a pair of skinny jeans, six inch heels, and a tank top and a ponytail, and call it a fucking day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Ziomara notably looks incredibly insane and possessed. Uh, Jay calls her children of the damned in their <laughs> panel discussion. Her eyes are just like bugged out throughout her walk. It's it's really off putting. Sarah, they say, is too jiggly. And Jay, Jay says that she needs a chair and a good pole because the show loves to what? Shame sex workers. <laughs> Every chance they get. Camille has a great walk. Janasha walks like a linebacker, which usually they love. Like that was Elisa's thing. Katie has a good walk. It's confident. But they say that Ioana is the most improved because she now is giving an A-plus walk. According to who? Tyra. Okay, cool. Mother I, wasn't, Tyra. I wasn't giving that an A-plus walk, but okay. Wow. This is her show. Wow. Oh, Tyra called. She says, you're fired, Dr. Anaya. Your services please. are no longer needed. Okay, please. I'm more Your degree has been rescinded. She wishes. She has one from Harvard. Has she used it lately? I don't think so. It's honorary. Ice cream is a reality, Joanne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's model land? <laughs> By points, exactly. <laughs> we get to the, you know, my favorite part, the analysis portion of this of the show she's calling it evaluations now just for the record i can't carry it over no okay it's not individual analysis anymore it's individual evaluation okay as charlie says evaluations we get to bethany and you know janice i have a problem the way janice looks at this episode it's giving it's she's too tan it's it's a little it's a little not appropriate for me she also has a necklace that looks like 28 necklaces Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) wardrobe and makeup were not on her team to this day they were trying to sabotage her her. 100% Janice tells Bethany that she is giving vintage Janice Dickinson 1978 poses which obviously we know that Janice was around in the 70s because she's what the first supermodel Shandy has a great pose but according to Nigel her face needs work because she has a beautiful face and Nigel only really cares about the physical parts of the model so we can see why he's saying this Nigel's criteria for a photo is would I hit that yeah. Does that make me tingly inside? <laughs> no? Mm. Is, is the barker up? <laughs> oh, wow. Pause up. Let <laughs> <laughs> <a> good pause <laughs> up. <laughs> what we failed to mention is that in this particular shoot is that the girls got to pick their, their favorite shoot, but then the judges or, you know, Steve Madden himself chose the photos and the what they would be like as a campaign. So they pick a different one from her and it's profile. So I guess Nigel liked that one even more probably because mm. you know, half her face is missing. Yeah. But. And, we, and we should say that even though this whole like you pick one, we pick one thing happened, only like three of them had different ones chosen. Yeah, agree. Yes. The so girls that's a little knew. iffy. The girls who knew. April gives us body adi adi. It is just, again, full boots, but we don't see her face. And Tara makes the point that um, the public wants to see her face so that, that they can identify her in the magazines, but okay, because sometimes the model's faces are covered anyway in this high fashion magazine. So Tyra, what magazines are you looking at? We get to Heather and... Um, Who? Her? Exactly. <laughs> I, I forgot that she was even in the competition again. Eric says that she looks like she's sitting on the toilet, but you know that that is a, an iconic pose 
in during the <laughs> series. Like it is, someone's always just got to be sitting on the toilet. Someone's got to be calling the bus or the taxi. It's- Sometimes they are literally sitting on a toilet. I was just about to say, Charlie. <laughs> eventually, we have we we evolve and we see actual toilets. Yeah. Yes. We see Amanda sitting on the it's toilet. Nicole. Yep. Too, right? And and um, Marjorie. <gasps> yes. Iconic Marjorie shot. Sarah looks great. Very sexy. I feel like. The wind is in her hair. You know, Tyra loves a good wind in the hair moment. Mm-hmm. Mercedes looks like she's about to fall backward, but it's funny because her and Sarah have the exact same pose, but Mercedes <laughs> is resting on her um, her forearm, I think is what you call her, or her elbows. Um, but Nigel's like, it looks like you're about to fall backwards. Um, and she has no neck. Um, and we know how we feel about no necks in this house. Um, you need to have one to enter. <laughs> excuse me ma'am a necker is required to attend this party no neck no service <laughs> so then we get janasha who is in case you didn't know by now five seven um if you missed it she'll say it again later don't worry and she's apparently giving kate moss short queen vibes at least that's kind of what eric says I think he just says it because they're both short and that's literally the only comparison that he's making, but all right. Ziamara, they say, is giving a slither, which I think is accurate. She's kind of, you know, slithering towards the camera, selling the shoes, according to them. In, in the shot she picked, it's definitely like snaky vibes that mm-hmm. really work, but then they replaced it with a different one that we think is also big sitting on the toilet energy. <laughs> yes, it's it's not even that she's sitting on the toilet, is. <laughs> The fact that they told Heather her phone looks like she was in the toilet, it looks like CMR is waiting for the water to turn clear, <laughs> is what I'm getting from. It's like, she's like, I, it's almost there, but he's five minutes away. I've got to hurry. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah, if you, if you know. So then we get to Katie. Katie looks like she popped into a mall. She's a little pretzel girl. Her legs are kind of intertwined in this weird soft pretzel way. Um, I don't know what malls Tara goes to. I've never seen a thing in a mall where you can pay $5.99 and get a professional photo taken like yeah, that. Like $49.99, it's like a package deal. Yeah, but Sears is one. different. Yeah, Sears is like a family <laughs> portrait kind of place. Because she makes this kind of illusion a lot throughout the series. And I'm always like, mm, where are you? It, okay. Well, so the, <laughs> it's, it's to make the reference as to that they're looking to pedestrian. Yes, I do understand the logic behind it, Dr. Uh, receipts, but I um, was just questioning the reality of her illusion but anyway so katie is she looks cute but like a little too molly camille her walk during the challenge is so good so they um you know the judges say that everyone should kind of be looking out for her they picked her selected photo but photoshopped the shoelace in her mouth um so they did alter it a little bit and then joanna's pick according to nigel lacked sex appeal and that the shoes were too big for her and you can you can see the gap in the shoe you do see <laughs> yeah. what they're talking about yeah. So then we get to elimination and Tyra is going to call the girls. So Katie gets called first, then Joanna, Camille, April, Mercedes, Sarah, Ziomara, Heather, and Janasha. Um, and if we can do math, then we know who's in the bottom two. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's Shandy, who is told that she has the worst walk that Tyra has ever seen, but also very questionable though, because it's like, Tyra, you've seen a lot of walks. Not everyone is good at walking. Tyra literally says the Regina George, that is the ugliest motherfucking walk I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Seriously. She told Bethany that, homegirl, we just talked yesterday and I told you to pose differently, but you didn't, you didn't listen. And it was still kind of pinup. And the way that Tyra said pinup, it kind of reminds me of that iconic monologue that um, 
Tiffany Pollard gives in the Big Brother UK when she's talking about and she's like in her confession like talking about um some girl named Gemma giving her these like matronly like shoes and it's just the way that Tara said it, it reminded me of Tiffany again if you know you know I do think it's a little weird her her analysis of Bethany here because I think she did pose differently like she did actually kind of hide her chest which mm-hmm. is what they wanted her to do and they yeah. still act like she wasn't listening but I think she did listen they just didn't like the product, so they had to act like she didn't take her advice. <laughs> I agree. I mean, she's wearing a fucking black turtleneck with, like, short sleeves. Oh, and she's literally up. blocking her. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. blocking it from view. Sus. Sus behavior again. But she's like, what do you think of my ass, though? <laughs> <laughs> no good. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, by the grace of, I don't know who. Walgreens. But... Oh, oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. By the sheerness of Walgreens not wanting Shandy back as an employee. Mm-hmm. Tyra calls Sh- Shandy and Bethany is eliminated. Is this the only time Shandy's in the bottom two besides the um, end? She, I mean, well, she's in the bottom two when uh, she goes home. That's what he means. That's what I mean. Like, beside <laughs> from that, I don't think, I think I, she is pretty safe. She, no, she turns it around. Oh, maybe she, the water photo shoot. <sighs> I could be wrong anyway, because that's pretty bad, but you'll, you guys will get there. Yeah. Bethany, of course, yes, goes home and she says it's very frustrating. She felt like she was more talented than at least half of the other girls there. But it's a very brief goodbye from her. You know, the show is kind of infamous for these very teary, uh, you know, rambly kind of exits by these girls who are so mortified to go home. And she just seems kind of over it. I think she just like wasn't hysterical and they didn't have a lot to go on but she's like yeah i'm just frustrated and then she packs her bags and goes home mm-hmm. back to i forget where she's from. As, as directed, <laughs> as, directed. As, instruct, as instructed by ken monk she follows the red line yeah. uh let's get to judging the judges i'll see you in court let's judge charlie mm-hmm. and jeremy all right so let's talk about some judges comments Nigel, yet again, complains about not liking a photo for not being sexy enough. Which is like at least half of his criteria because he's just always really horny and they all make jokes about it, but it's true and Mm -hmm. it really impacts his decision making. Yeah. And for the second week in a row, Nigel says that April has an incredible body. There you go. uh, Which he saw naked last week. So he's (laughs) an expert on the subject. Mm hmm. Um, they say that Heather is giving pure Nickelodeon in her shot. And like, that is an accuracy that I love to see on this show. She's giving some wholesome content. Yeah, for real. Like, figure it out, chic. <laughs> <laughs> Heather explains it all. Clarissa, are you with me? Yeah, no, I get it. Yes. I get it now. Um, they say Sarah needs to relax and smile because a little sexism never hurt anybody. And then they wonder if Bethany has high fashion girl inside of her. You can already see that Janice is loving Mercedes and she will continue to stick up for her the entire season. Okay, well, we know that I, I always hold the receipts, so I remember everything because I have what a photographic memory and I memorize everything except for the answers on my math tests. And where Victoria went to college. <laughs> We're not talking about that right now. That was one time. That was one time. Janice always <laughs> Janice always complains about the girls' bodies in photos. And in as much as April's photo is, you know, praised, no one calls out the fact that she, you know, has half her limb missing. <laughs> like it's just it's the more I look up. at it, the more grotesque it becomes. Yeah, it's like it's like knee up, but there's like, but wh- Janice, where is your commentary about these girls' bodies now? All of a sudden, now you got nothing to say. Mm-hmm. And the inconsistency with these judges, I think that's why I sh- would have made a better judge. But you know, that wasn't up to me back then. Um, and that then aside, I love April shot. Oh yeah, yeah. Aside from the missing half a leg, um, also 
Um, a shout out to the not so great retouchers in uh, photoshopping <laughs> the hell out of Mercedes's face. That doesn't right? look like Mercedes anymore. Right? That looks like that looks like um, it's like a coloring page that you haven't colored yet. It's like they, devoid. Yeah, and her her eyes look like cartoon eyes. I don't know. Yeah, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit level cartooning <laughs> in the eyes. I, I mean, yeah, I see it. One miracle that I see though is that April's boots match her dress or but, but, romper. Oh, I was gonna say a joke, but last cycle Jay said never to match your eyeshadow with your gown. But no. yeah, I <laughs> as a as a young person, I will never forget learning that lesson from TV. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I do think it's not always right. Oh no, of course not. I like Bethany. The more I look at it, the more I'm just thinking it's totally like bend and snap. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yes. yeah, it's very like oh I charlie said she pen. was serving ass but i said she was just looking like she was just serving <laughs> well i mean when we were talking about it i thought it was very much like porno like are you are you gonna come get this like yeah, i feel like, like she's that's she's she's like in her purse on the couch getting the pizza money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you can any, come in i know it's hot out there i don't have any change big boy will you take you take a stiff bill um sarah looks like she's getting dressed in a hurry on her bed mm-hmm yeah, fucking the morning after trying to get back to calculus. They said the judges said this was Calvin Klein vibes, though, right? Um, like Brooke Shields. I don't really Brooke see Shields, it. Brooke Shields. I don't see the Brooke Shields. Um, I feel like the the pose is that it evokes that, but you know, Sarah is not Brooke, Brooke Shields. Shields. Yeah, which is fine. That's not a critique. Yeah, Camille. Yeah, it's another like kind of spread eagle shot. It's a yeah, this is very but... sexy. Yeah. Very sexy. Yeah, how many spread eagles have we had? so far uh april's a little spread eagle she's yeah. like giving us angle angle well, I, don't I, think many, Cam- I don't know oh. how many they settled on uh siamara and camilla are giving us full spread eagle <laughs> yeah that's true that's true full examination um shandy this is not they picked not the best photo of shandy shandy looks short in this and shandy's like 511 the mm-hmm. shandy is shandy is the elise of cycle two so this is a disservice to her also her <laughs> hands look really weird yeah, yeah. Like, I think they're bent the wrong way. I don't think that's how they were. No. That's odd. She looks like what happens when you would take your sister's Barbies and just, like, tie them up into knots with the joints going all the wrong way. Okay, who but, told you that you could... Who, I told you that story in confidence. I don't know why you thought one? it was okay to air that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Katie's photo. Katie's photo yeah. is, like... What is that? It's nothing. It's so, it's so nothing. There's nothing there. There's no there there at all. She looks stiff. Katie looks like she's about three seconds away from a Lauren Conrad sob fest with her raccoon mascara. Is she sitting? Is she squatting? Like, who can tell? I don't think it's the worst one, but it's like, I can't think of anything to say about it because it's so nondescript. Yeah, I guess it's perfect for Steve Madden. Meanwhile, we have Ziamara. Ziamara is, I don't know what it's Ziamara giving us like the, the dance of the seven veils or something. <laughs> also, they said in judging that it sold the shoe, and I think this is one of the least selling the shoe shots. You, that they it's agree. like selling the pants more. I'm more intrigued by the pants. Ziamara's pick was much better than the shot that they chose for her. Yeah. <sighs> it was it was showing her height it was really showing the shoe mm-hmm. it did not look like she was douching <laughs> <laughs> i said that um 
Siamara looked like okay I think what I was saying was that Katie looks like step one of prepping for the man coming over <laughs> and Siamara is oh my god it's it's still not clear <laughs> I, I do want to just clarify that I meant butt douching and not lady douching because lady, douch- lady douching is unnecessary that's what we believe on this podcast love yourselves Heather looks very Dawson's Creek Heather is modeling 101 this is like I don't <laughs> I don't want to wait to go home. Yeah. Also, Heather's, too bad, Heather. <laughs> Heather's clothing is the same color as the silhouetting that they put around her, and so it looks like her body has just been deleted from. Yeah. Like everything yes. from her chest to her upper thigh is just deleted it's from just, the photo. It's, just, it's like that Peter Griffin meme where it's just like his like his face, like his chin, and then like legs. <laughs> You're appealing to the straights now, Giovanni. I. I I'm I'm multifaceted, Jeremy. You learned this about me. I appeal to everyone. I'm okay. a Virgo, okay? <laughs> okay. It's my job to make everyone happy. Yuana's shoes look like they fit in this photo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. They didn't look, they didn't they look like they fit them. in the one she I think chose. they photoshopped them to look them, to make them look She's like also cradling a ghost baby. They also picked backgrounds for Heather and Yuana that are the same color as the shoes. So as someone who's colorblind, I have a hard time finding them in the shot. I mean, they're at the bottom of their feet. Yeah, but it's like their feet <laughs> just stop. <Yeah. laughs> I'm just kidding. Joanna's pose to me also looks like she's cradling the ghost of her dead baby. <laughs> like, it's like gazing into its face lovingly. I don't know what's happening here. She looks so sad. It's like and, another one bites the dust. <laughs> her, outfit, her outfit is really weird too. And I know she chose it. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. her, her personal style is kind of like an, like an underlying subtle issue. Because I think, she's been raised to cover up her body. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a big part. But she's serving like Aunt Who Collects Crystals. It's just, this is serving me like Carol and Edie, <laughs> like, but high fashion. It's like, it's very grandma. It's very matronly, very mature yeah. modeling. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Janasha, who I think is actually one of my favorite photos oh, yeah. in this whole group. Agreed. Um, first of all, she chose the electric blue boots. Very smart move because easy to sell. And her, her dress is a more of a neutral tone. So like we see boots immediately in the shot and she she's squatting um but we can see her whole body we can see all of her limbs she's serving some face like she looks taller than shandy in this photo like it's just legs as you know in nigel fake british accent there that i just couldn't do overall not the worst shoot they've ever had but a little bit a little bit bland maybe yeah i I think overall, Janasha and April made the smartest shoe choice with the hot pink and the hot blue Mm -hmm. they're hot let's talk about who we would have called first um jeremy let's start with you my gut says April, and I think it's just because, for one, I think she did the job. I think she sold the shoe. It's front and center. I know they cut her leg off weirdly, but, you know, it's front and center. It's bright. She matched her outfit, which was risky, I think, but actually I think works here. Um, it's a sexy outfit and a sexy pose, but it's not lurid. It's not disgusting. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. like, I think it's tastefully sexy. And I know they come at her for her head being tossed back, but I just think this one wasn't about her face necessarily. And I think, yeah. And I think the whole image works very well. Mm-hmm. So I, I would probably pick April. Giovanni, what about you? I would also call April actually, because it, I have to agree with Jerry. It's a, no, half her leg is missing. Um, it's a great photo. It's all about the one boot, <laughs> I guess in her case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's the only one who's showing the one boot. Um, and you know what? Boot the house down. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know what? I don't care that I don't see her face because we see that fucking amazing jawline. It's like mm-hmm. the, the hair is amazing. 
Yeah, like if anyone here is going to attempt to do that, she exactly. Has you really can't be doing that with um, no square jaws now. Yeah, I think a April did a really great. April's smart though, so April knows what she's doing. So this is why April's photo looks so well because April works with math, and so she's calculated. So she's calculated how her how she probably knows her body looks best. Right? Wasn't she like a an accountant or something for a Fortune 500 company? Right. Charlie, who would you have called first? Um, I agree with y'all that April's photo is great. I really like it. Um, I love the cascade of her hair, um, sort of like being vertical, not really touching her body. But I'd actually call Janasha first. I think she'd be my second. She's great. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's also like most improved from her last to, to this one. I like what she's doing with her hands. I, even the look on her face, I think is something that I'm really curious about. So there's something that feels compelling while also selling the boot in the photo. So, and, but April, I agree. I agree. Like it's, they're very neck and neck for me. Not literally because Janasha. Janasha could have been no number one <laughs> if Janasha would have given us neck. There's no neck in Janasha. Janasha's yeah. head looks like it's just resting on her shoulder. She needed to drop that shoulder in the front. Just a little bit. Just, just just a little bit. Take a deep breath, exhale, and just throw the back. And who would we eliminate this week? Jeremy, let's start with you again. Who would I eliminate? I don't know. Out of the photos we got, I would have picked Heather. And not just because I find her forgettable, but I I, I think it's genuinely the worst photo here. It, mm -hmm. The shoe disappears, which by the way, it's not entirely her fault because they chose a dark ass purple background for yeah. her black <laughs> shoe. But the shoe kind of disappears. Which Charlie can't see, so it's probably great at him. Her body pose is really awkward. Her face is kind of the star of it. And it's not supposed, to me, it's not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Like my, my eye goes straight to the face, not at all the shoe. Um, her arm is like reaching behind herself and you don't see where her hand goes and it looks really odd. <laughs> She's wiping her butt. I don't know. I think I would choose her. And as much as I love Ioana, she'd be a close second because I think this is a pretty <laughs> bad shot. Okay, so your bottom two would be Heather and Ioana. I think so, but I think I'd send Heather home. Giovanni, what about you? Okay, so now, that, a bottom you, two. now that you just said about it looked like Heather was wiping. <laughs> the way that these photos are I didn't out, say that, but I did say that. No, said Charlie that. said that. Charlie said that. <laughs> oh, but now oh, okay, that okay. the way that the photos are laid out on, on this website, there's a narrative. There's <laughs> there's Katie's pre, um, there's Siomara during, and then Heather is the water is clear now. <laughs> this, is, this is like this is the WikiHow article. Yeah. Yeah. And Joanna is he just canceled. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's she's looking at, at his dead ghost babies. <laughs> but in all seriousness, because this is what this show is about, my bottom two would probably also be honestly. Heather and Katie, but I would probably send Heather home though too because it. I don't see nothing. I I see like a poof in the hair. Who did? Oh, she did her hair, so that's her own fault. <laughs> um, it's just not a great photo. It's no. literally a catalog photo, and that's what Steve Madden is. But you know what? It doesn't work for me. And Charlie, who is who is in your bottom? Uh, Giovanni, your I'm bottom. With, <laughs> I'm with you. My bottom is a Katie Heather bottom. Um, Katie just looks, I don't even know what happened to her face. Katie's and, like, is this, is, this goes where? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Their pose is actually kind of similar. It's like Heather's, the forward facing version of Katie's pose. Mm -hmm. Um, I would also eliminate Heather though, partly because of the forgettableness, not making an impression yet, but I'm also looking at the way that she's working with the light and she has put her face so far into the light that it's almost washing her out. Her hair is, uh, looks like her 14 year old sister came by with um, a, a new like topsy tail kind of device. That's not what I mean. What's, I don't know what the topsy tail is. Uh, like one of those things that like twirls your hair 
automatically. It's just like oh, like the Conair things it spins, spins your hair. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the I went to Jamaica on spring break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. My favorite movie is Save the Last Dance, and I won't let you. <gasps> Oh my God! Yes, it's very yeah. I think Heather found the light, but then found too much of it. Yeah, yeah. I I do think it's interesting. None of us put Bethany in our bottom two. It's not a bad photo. She's serving. I yeah. think she's it's fine. she's serving shoe. She would be she'd be right in the middle for me. She she and Sarah I think are most on brand for Steve Madden. Like that's true. I would actually expect them to be posed like that in a Steve Madden ad. That's a good point. And they're also Skechers adjacent, which I think is also which is yeah. basically Steve Madden. I also think your bottom two is interesting because I think you're, you're right. Katie, her photo is really bad, but I do think she had more potential than yeah, Heather She did. looks like a model. Yeah. She has more yeah. potential. Yeah, She's this more is giving me pay le- Category was pay less. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get her. Get her, Jane. <laughs> now we are coming up to, I think, one of the new newer segments that Charlie made us revise because he told me that I talked too much and I have a lot to say. I love that you can't help but frame me as a tyrant in the production of this podcast. So thank you for that. I mean, am I lying though, who's Jeremy? The, who's Jeremy, the Virgo? Am I lying? Who's the Virgo here? I think you're both great. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> I'm the Virgo who's very go with the flow. Uh, there's no restraints on me. Can y'all just so tell who's... me what me as a Taurus means? Because you stubborn. Let's see. That's the only thing I ever hear is that I'm stubborn scared. and materialistic. Oof. Okay. okay. There you go. Enjoy. <laughs> okay. Read Bye. me like a book, Charlie. <laughs> it's all he does. It's just read books. All right. Let's let's dive it's into. Actually, true. <laughs> let's dive into one smize to live. So we're we're here. Um, this so we're actually not watching American Summer. We're watching the Camille show. Mm. <laughs> so this is the Camille show. On their way back to the loft in the passenger van, they will Camille. You know, somehow is the floor is open to Camille. So she talks about herself because you know why wouldn't she want to talk about herself? Um, she talks about her achievements and how she is just like a grown ass woman. And somehow randomly points out to this billboard in Times Square and says, "I worked on that ad campaign." That's me. Well, not her physically, but behind the scenes. Yeah. We see that Camille and Sarah are spilling tea to each other. It's piping. I, I think Camille burned herself a little bit too much, though, because it, it wasn't ready to, it was still brewing. Um, and she told Sarah, how are you going to be talking about Ioana, about how is she going to be America's next top model? I don't know if the words were with a walk like that or with a body like that, but it was something about that. Um, and obviously Joanna hears because she's wa- literally walking by <laughs> as she's saying it. And Joanna loves to confront people. Um, and so she asks Camille, did she say that? And if she is going to say that, say it to her face. And Camille reassures her, assures Joanna that she said it and she'll start saying it to her face more often now. But Camille is just like, also like, don't play with me. <laughs> Who says that? Joanna? Camille. Okay, yeah. I mean, Camille is like... Camille's very giving you like, oh, me? Problem with me? What did I do? Yeah, and Camille also maintains staunchly that she has never said anything about Joanna or anyone at all ever behind their backs, even though we literally like just saw it. Yeah, uh, Emmy for these editors. <laughs> Yet again, they're back yeah. on their A game. I'll mm-hmm. give it to them again. They can rehab it again. Another instance of 
drama in this show in this episode is in the car ride after Katie wins the challenge she had just chosen Camille as one of her people to join her at this fancy party and on the ride home which conveniently is in a car not with Camille Katie is talking about how she chose Camille why she chose Camille but then Joanna just kind of cuts her off and she goes in on how awful Camille is how manipulative how subtly manipulative Camille is and then Katie, the 18-year-old naive lady she is, immediately is like, oh my God, what did I do? I've made a huge mistake. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> you know, Yoana has some legitimate concerns about Camille. I think Camille does come off pretty bad, at least to Yoana, in, at least in the edit of the show. Yeah. But it did leave us kind of wondering, you know, okay, yes, Camille might be manipulative, but is this not also manipulative behavior that Yoana is kind of poisoning the water against mm -hmm. Camille? You know, she knows she knows Katie's an impressionable young girl and she knows she's going to soak everything up and kind of take everything as gospel. So it's a little bit weird. I agree. And I think this is also a moment where we have to talk about how this show treats Black women who are confident or confrontational. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I don't love Camille based on how she's presented to me, but I think that's the point. I think she's given, like for lack of a better term, she's given the bitch at it right, right off, right out of the gate. I acknowledge that, of course, they can't show anything that Camille didn't do. She did do all these things, but um, when that's all we see, we don't see what anyone else in the car talks about. Like, it gives the impression that Camille has spent this entire car ride talking about herself, but we don't know that that's accurate. But of course, we've also seen, like, Ioana being fed up and tired of hearing Camille talk um, in the previous car ride. So this, I, I, there's a lot of groundwork laid here to, to set up the Ioana-Camille tension, but then also just to create Camille as being this archetype that the show really loves to invest in throughout the series. Um, so before the cocktail party, Katie calls the first house meeting of this cycle. She makes a rule that you can only talk at the meeting if you were holding this giant hand sculpture that who knows where, where she got it. That's well, the house. It was I would love to know where she got it. Yeah, the house. It was part CB2. of the decor. It's it's very CB two vibes. At the meeting, Camille acknowledges that people have an issue with her because she's not stupid. Uh, and she invites their feedback. Almost everyone speaks up about their issues with Camille. And Camille thinks that people just perceive her the wrong way. But Bethany pipes up and says, if eight girls have a problem with you, then they're not perceiving you the wrong way. So <laughs> thank you, Bethany, for dropping that gem before you leave this house. <laughs> but Camille keeps wondering what the problem is. Like, in, in terms of like going to the party, she's like, what are people worried about? Like, I'm gonna like push them into the caviar at the cocktail party or what? Like, and that's valid. Like, what is Camille really doing except talking? She's yeah, a good she's networker. Doing, she hasn't sabotaged anyone yet. No, she's not gonna throw marbles down the stairs. <laughs> she's not that level. Love it. Joanna is, I think our, we have coined her as the unofficial crystal girl of this cycle because she is talking about energy and somewhere there is a I'm gonna say the fucking crystal wrong name I don't know these crystals that well how do you say it amethyst 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 it's somewhere in the house somewhere it's underneath her pillow and she hasn't lost it yet Joanna mm -hmm. says that she's being driven crazy by the energy in the house Camille interrupts her and we get probably one of the most iconic fights and we get the the hand up from Joanna she's like I'm not finished and then lets Camille have it so that when she's finished, the conversation's over. It's very Ebony and Giselle, or Ginzel. Ginzel. And Janasha gets the hand and says a little thing here to Camille, but then she closes out saying that she is writing, she's surfing the crimson wave, and that's why she's upset. <laughs> it does seem a little 
apropos of nothing like it seems like it comes yeah. out of nowhere she's like and <laughs> i have my period yeah it's a it's very non sequitur <laughs> so before elimination you know they're kind of waiting it's that night right before elimination joanna complains that she has never felt as much friction with a female as she has with camille and then she lies down on some pillows in the living room fully still dressed i believe she still has her shoes on and is just kind of like sleeping or like just trying to like breathe and relax. And everyone is like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> they're like she's recharging her crystals. Yeah, they're like, she is so something is up with her. <laughs> Sarah's like, she's weird as fuck. <laughs> she's giving some very big waiting for Guffman energy. Like, I'm going to go home and bite my pillow. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know. What, I don't know that reference. Watch Educate it. yourself, Giovanni. Yeah. Guffman? Waiting, waiting for, for Guffman. Guffman. Okay. You will love we'll it. We'll see if I have time for that. Wow. It's only 90 minutes. You <laughs> Dr. Anaya, if you could squeeze this into your very busy schedule, I think you'd enjoy it. Okay. Um, so Shandy also has a conversation with her boyfriend in the phone booth. And he notably tells her that he hopes that she gets eliminated the next day. So she has to come home. I just want to throw this out here because of things that happen later, which maybe he deserves. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I said that's it. gonna. By the way, that's gonna be a long episode. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is. It's gonna be a two-parter. <laughs> yeah. This one's gonna be a fucking two-parter too. Well, let's get to the contributions to pop culture because it's you know as we know it's a plethora and I'm gonna start off with saying the I'm not finished <laughs> line. I mean the the conviction that Yuana had yelling at another girl across the entire room like powerful mm-hmm. where's her oscar that you can't <laughs> write that kind of you can't write that kind of stuff that came from the heart that's true it's a pretty powerful moment pretty potent i also really like janice dickinson in judging um i believe it's when the judges are deliberating with themselves and they're talking about who's in and out and she gets to see amara and they're like ah oh, she's out, out and janice is like I think she's I in as in in. <laughs> I find it very funny because no one knows what the hell she's talking about, and she has to clarify that she just spelled the word in. I feel like the, I feel like there's a little mic in there and like say the word Janice. You're gonna say yeah, the word. yeah. <laughs> someone in her ear is like Janice. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, of course, Jay Manuel. Being the creative director of the shoots moving forward is uh, definitely a contribution to culture that we are still grateful for to this day. He just um, released a book, and I don't know if we're grateful, kind of, but it's, yeah, it, was, it was life changing at the moment. Inspired well, by his hefty tenure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's go through our cringes of the week this week. Ew, gross. Honestly, Charlie, you go first because this was your biggest issue. Well, it was also Jeremy, so I want to make space for sure. that. So my nominee for Cringe of the Week comes during judging where they are deliberating on, I believe it's Bethany's photo. Tyra, for for some who knows why reason, says, I'm a drag queen in a woman's body. And it's just very weird. And of course, no one then thinks anything of it, but God, it has not aged well. Yeah, it's something that I had an immediate response to as well. <laughs> you um, gasped. It, well, it feels it feels offensive. Well, it, it, it does offensive. It feels yes, offensive. It's offensive. I'm trying to articulate why it's offensive, though, because on the one hand, you know, we're in this moment with drag where we're making space for bio queens and um, and trans queens, and I'm definitely in favor of of that expansion of drag. But I, it feels different to me. This feels more like co-opting a culture that doesn't belong to you and that you're not part of. And maybe maybe that's where my my resistance comes from 
it does remind me a bit of um what is it cycle eight with <gasps> Jasmine, yes with the mm-hmm. cha-cha diva because they say that she's a drag queen like half the time mm-hmm. and it's yeah. just a vernacular that they they go back to a lot throughout the show and what does that but it's mean? Also, but also it's coming from jay that jay is is moving forward you, you see that jay is the one who's more poking fun at them for having more masculine features and being drag yeah whenever when he usually 99 like of the time from this point on if someone is referred to as being drag ish or drag queen it's always mm-hmm. it's, it's a negative yeah and and I think Giovanni, you're right. It's it's due to a, a more masculine kind of impression. Mm-hmm. Okay, Charlie, what's your nomination? Uh, well, I would vote for Nigel's rampant sexism, uh, which may, may be a cringe of the week every week from this point forward. But um, <laughs> there are some but, other very very cringy Nigel moments in the yes. future that you can pick instead. I mean, last week we saw him hugging Janasha and like consoling her, but then also bitching about having to console her in the next minute. Um, and here, you know, the way that he looks at women's bodies, it doesn't feel artistic and creative. It feels, it feels kind of gross. It feels like he's seeking pleasure from this and not like evaluating what's in front of him based on its merit. Yeah, it's very objectifying. And of course, modeling is objectifying, you know, objectively, but I think he just takes it so far. Yeah. And I feel like it's he's doing it because he's the only straight man at the panel. But I'm, it's confusing though because Tyra always says that you know you were selling to women, not to men. But for some reason, Nigel's criteria is that it has to sell to him, mm-hmm. and that's always not the point. to him. Yeah. So I have an issue with that. He's like, I wouldn't fuck her, so she needs to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where's Where's the Barker now? That was the joke. Ha. Huh. <laughs> my nomination is gonna be for you know we always get the one girl who just loves to talk back in this cycle it's camille and camille just loves to talk back and stand up for herself when you're in front of a client it's more you got to listen and not say anything like you know it's not your job to be talking right now mm-hmm. um and so i think we always get the girl with the excuses and it's always like well you know i was taught to you know milk the camera and then yesterday I was taught to walk faster. And it's like, girl, okay, if you have done all this work before, why aren't you famous yet? You know, why are you on the show then? You're on the show to learn. Yeah, Jade. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're not here. This is not Camille's campaign on in Times Square. This is Camille on her journey to becoming America's Next Top Model. Also, something Camille seems to fail to grasp here, despite knowing everything, is that, yes, she's not wrong. Like, Jay did tell her certain things, but Jay is no longer the client. And you do what the client wants you to do. If he wants you to walk one step per hour, that's what you're going to fucking do. Mm-hmm. Like, you you don't, okay, yeah, Miss Jay told us to do this. He's saying, well, I told you to do that. So yeah. do, do that. Like, just do yes. that. Yes, thank you. Uh, well, let's vote. I mean, um they're Giovanni, all good let's, picks. Let's start with you. Like, if you had to pick one of these cringes, what is the the cringiest cringe? The cringiest cringe is we're our, our, army in my institution. This should this should this should be a me vote, and it's this is the this is the vote that well, that's matters. what that's why we asked you first, Doctor and I. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the one that lingers on forever, and it's Nigel's sexism. I think Nigel being a fucking perv. Jeremy, <laughs> I'm very torn because. I want to say the drag queen line because it's just so ridiculous and so off-putting. But so is Nigel's sexism. And I, but, but, but then on the flip side, Charlie, you're right. You know, Nigel is sexist almost every episode for the remainder of his tenure on the show. And I'm not, maybe I'm just being biased because I can think of times where he's worse than this. And so I think I'm going to go with the drag queen. Oh, I hate it when I have to pick who I like better. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, you both have made very compelling points. I was going to make a low blow, but I decided not to say the low blow. Oh, just do it. Remember who bought you coffee this morning? <laughs> <laughs> That's a geographical advantage you have over me. You could Postmates, you could Postmates me coffee. Nothing's stopping you. Could I? I don't know how Postmates works. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, gosh. I don't want to choose. I think they're... No, you can't do this. You, you, you I only can put a, I'll vote a second time, drag queen. <laughs> you only get one of those, I'm going to be neutral and vote for the both of them, and we're both right. You only get one of those. Okay. Well, I do want to vote for the drag queen comment. Um, okay. Then vote for it. So then vote for it. Okay. I'm going to vote for that because of all people, Tyra should not be saying it. Someone who's never done drag should not be saying that they are a drag queen I agree. And, and i'll get nigel another week i'll come for him every week of this podcast this is gonna be a, there know, there will be richard robin robin like last year yeah yeah all right well let's talk about where bethany is now in three two one in three two one where is she? what did we learn um bethany did a few test shots like you know, Anna did the <laughs> earlier, but not 300 of them. <laughs> um, but she did not pursue modeling. She um, she was in a calendar. Surprise, surprise. What calendar? Totally Texas. So I can only imagine what kind of calendar that is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with with her, with her physique. To our to our best internet search abilities the last photo to have ever been taken of bethany was in 2014 <laughs> you say that like she's dead and she's gone missing she's never been seen again the much, much like shelly from ever. the church of scientology the podcast is becoming oh. where is bethany harrison mm. um her last modeling photo was taken in 2014 okay, okay. she has She's married now, you know, it's, uh, that's a big reoccurring theme for these girls. They love to get married and, you know, have the children and she has twins. So her hands are very full. And in 2020, she revealed um, that I think we all knew that her breasts were fake and she suffered from breast implant illness and she um, was going to get them removed. It also means when she said in that Instagram story that she's had them for 20 years, that she had them on the show. I just which maybe, that. which is interesting because she also- I, yeah, I said, as we noticed from watching the show that they were fake. I thought you just said like we all knew. Yeah. Okay. I don't, but whatever. I, it, was, I it was maybe it was implied. I do think it's interesting that she had fake breasts on the show and also wanted people to stop talking about her breasts on the show because she purposely purchased and implanted large breasts not that she should be ashamed of it or even be told to hide it but she wanted them to shut up about it and it's like well they're really large yeah and you're entering and you're entering into an industry where most of the women unless you're super famous don't have large breasts agree she sent herself home sadly and she you know like many girls that we know nowadays are (laughs) working in the beauty industry and she is taking up a part-time gig as a beauty influencer on Instagram and TikTok. We, I figured to my theory is that she works for a pyramid scheme and that's why she is working in the beauty industry. Unconfirmed. Did we also mention that she's had some- Oh, um, Bethany looks younger now than she did on the show. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. For reasons. I guess she uses La Mer. Her nose looks incredibly young. <laughs> her, her nose is incredibly contoured. <laughs> but again, we are not hating on plastic surgery because it's not fun. No. Well, well, that is there something I was going to say, well, Dr. send us out, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, send us out. But you, 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 so you, graceful. You can talk. I'm on it. I'm on you can it. talk. Well, I would like to thank the illustrious Dr. Anaya for being with us today and gracing us with here. his knowledge and also Jeremy. 
uh, for being a courageous guest and coming on this very tense recording experience. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a breather. I mean, you may want to <laughs> check in with your therapist if you have one, just to be like, yeah. I need to process. I'm gonna pour myself a vodka soda after this. If, if you are listening and you can't get enough of <laughs> this mess, then you can follow us on social media at YWBOTPod. That is, you want to be on top initialized and then the word pod for podcast jeremy where can folks follow you if they want to keep up with you oh gosh charlie as you are aware i have about 17 social media accounts Um, (laughs) my main social media account would be twitter or instagram both i believe are at lit major underscore music since i'm also a musician um and i also have a podcast that you can follow at meet our makers podcast where i interview mostly musicians but also artists and actors and photographers and whoever wants to come on and talk to me and and not that this news will be evergreen but you did just drop a new release did you not i did it's what yes. march 21st it came out about a week ago i think it's really good um and if you want some nice sad pretty singer songwriter music from a connecticut gay <laughs> give I, it to me you I could you a, could do much much boy. worse i i only want sad music <laughs> sad gay boy summer let's go <laughs> seriously honestly giovanni where can people find you oh man if you want to follow me in journey we call life uh, you can follow me on twitter at giovanni anaya I, I forget my handle i don't think there's an underscore anywhere in that but it's my first name dot my my first name last name um if you want to follow me on instagram it is underscore according to joe because just much like this podcast i am the doctor of my own life and it's always according to me (laughs) what's what's so funny it's very eat pray love of you (laughs) i was just thinking that you have a phd in being giovanni anaya (laughs) yeah we talked about this before he is in life's classroom yeah 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 i am i am a student of life uh but charlie where can our listeners follow you uh i'm on twitter as charles underscore jensen j-e-n-s-e-n which i spell because people spell it wrong constantly okay yeah you, you would know and instagram shut up as Char- <laughs> charles jensen I, I don't know how many times i've apologized on these recordings for misspelling giovanni's name two times <laughs> which i have both fixed and are no longer apparent to anyone but i feel like i have atoned for my error thoughtfully and <laughs> dr anaya if you would please forgive me i would really appreciate it i have <laughs> i don't believe you i'm just gonna say i buy it thank you jeremy look forward to you becoming a future co-host of this podcast when dr anaya has right had enough <laughs> <laughs> hey okay. hey hey i would gladly be be a co-host of the top model podcast i'm very happy you invited me last minute when someone canceled <laughs> um to be on the show i would i would gladly wow, come back another us. time <laughs> i would gladly come back another time when i have a bit more time to prepare i did not realize when you invited me with a half hour to go that this would take four hours to record <laughs> and i'm very guys. hungry i'm very hungry but it's five o'clock where i am but i um I'm very happy that you invited me and I will gladly come back anytime. We're so glad you're here. Yeah, thank you so much. So glad to have you. I love Top Model and you guys are funny. So (laughs) there are way worse ways to spend a Sunday. I mean, we're okay. Hey, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm telling you, you guys are funny. (laughs) Well, thank you. All right. Tell it to the men on Tinder. (laughs) Wow. Um, Giovanni's looking. (laughs) Just throw that out there. vaccines are coming (laughs) i'm waiting for my second dose yeah all right thank you everybody uh enjoy whatever you're about to eat 
and have a great rest of your Sunday. Yeah, you too. It's so early there. I'm so jealous. It's lunchtime. It's kind of late. It's two o'clock over here. Yeah. It's five o'clock and I have work to do. All right. Go do it. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.